Okay, we are here. We are all here, which means we're not all there, but that's standard. Hello, and welcome to Hidden Abyss, a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons game. Tonight is episode 72, Get Kraken. And this is potentially the last episode, and we already have LFA in chat going yeet, fitting. Uh, This is potentially the last episode for group two, because this may very well be the campaign finale where it's a total party kill because I've thrown too much at them. (laughs) And the person laughing the loudest would not have it any other way. (laughs) We're a level 12 party going up against something that's like CR 21. What could go wrong? No, it's not CR 21. It's CR 23. Right. It'll be fine. Small details, Eo. Small details. Small, small, minuscule details. Uh, well, tonight I am joined by a bunch of fantastic people, including LFA, hanging out in Twitch chat, Archbeth, hanging out in Discord chat, also Ellie, Eo, Matt, Eric, Cindy, and Will, once again, from DateNightPodcast.com. We are always glad to have you, because right now you're the only person who's playing a class that has been designated as a healer. <laughs> Oops. Also, well, the oops was on my part because I'm the one who divided them into group one and group two and put both clerics in group one. It's no, all right. I mean, oops, I was supposed to be healer. Well, no, that's okay because in another campaign, it was the party cleric who introduced the concept of will it blend, <laughs> which you refined last week. Speaking of last week, what exactly happened last week? Diplomacy. All of the diplomacy, yes. <laughs> Specifically diplomacy through um, blending other things. The, and for um, <laughs> the enemy of the Triton's enemy yeah, blended the Triton's enemy. My favorite out-of-context quote from last week was, I, I am a warrior with a shield specialty. I am skilled in tactics and you're going to swim into the blender, aren't you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then he did. (laughs) So yes, you managed to uh, use aggressive negotiations to show the Tritons that you did in fact mean business towards their enemies. And they're like, this is good. At the very end, you got some messages, some of them more verbose than others. Uh, some of them from more narcissistic sources than others. <laughs> Not mentioning any names, but it is a delight and an honor. Thank you, Eo, for creating the character Seelin in Bryn's backstory so that I could RP that character. Yes. That is so fun to do. Uh, basically, the Kraken revealed themselves to Group 1, and a mighty chase went on. So the whole gang is getting back together. Uh it's an Avengers Endgame moment, only you don't see giant sparkling portals opening up with everyone coming through and then someone saying, you wanted more? Because you can't make portals the size of ships, unfortunately. But there's a lot of ships that are involved. And there are portals involved. So there's two Kraken, and one of them is specifically heading for the channel that is between Plantain, Eric's old stomping ground, and the island referred to as the Orklands. Uh, The other one is trying to take cover underneath the fleet of enemy ships. Well, Plantain. You know how to get to Plantain easily. Because apparently the Tritons, the reason why they were able to 
maintain the bases that they had on either side of the Orklands in those straits was because in the middle of each of those bases, they had a portal to the elemental plane of water. The portals on the elemental plane of water side were right next to each other. So they'd go through one portal, then immediately go through the other. And they were on the other side of a giant island. So you're able to go through one portal, look around, realize you don't have a work visa or a passport for the elemental plane of water. So they will ask you to leave, go through the other portal. You're near plantain, swim up to the surface, and there's a fleet there waiting to pick you up. When you're in the elemental plane of water, passports are very important. Does Bryn have inspiration? I do not have inspiration. That is a lie because you have it now. Yay! I love puns. Puns are glorious. Show me a DM who doesn't love puns. Eric, I regret to inform you that you are cutting out. Yeah, you you are very loud on your end. Oh, he's gone. Welcome back. Bueller? Bueller. Anyone? Anyone? The Industrial Revolution. They they always get my passport ID wrong. Okay. Uh, So, let's go over some things. So, this is group two. Let me look at my notes. Okay. Um, The moon falls, everyone dies. Wait, no. No, wrong campaign. Wrong campaign. I'm killing everyone off in the next campaign. I mean, hi. Um, So, currently, you are on one of the privateer vessels. Not a pirate vessel. Privateer. They are properly sanctioned by the government of Plantain to legitimately acquire goods that may have fallen off the back of another boat onto their boat. But never mind about that. Uh, There's another fleet that is joining you from Sandstone. Fewer people are willing to get on board those ships because they are manned entirely by a combination of undead. And there's a bit of an odor issue. And scarecrows that are animated through the spirits of summoned devils, which is a sentence the DM did not think he was going to say before this campaign, but has brought up on more than one occasion during this campaign. Uh, so they're like, okay, yeah, we're, we're with them, but we're not really with them. They're just, they're just gonna, they're gonna sail over there. That, that, that's fine, they're o- over there. Uh, and you are setting up a pretty good perimeter uh, in this particular strait, it, it's fairly wide, but not wide enough for the Kraken to get past you uh, too well, um, which is good, which is very good. Uh, although that wall is a bit disturbing. Wall? Well, yeah, the wall over there. Is it a wall of water? Uh, well, that does appear to be what it's made out of, yes. Is it coming towards us? Uh, one could argue it is. Right. Um, okay, okay uh, most walls... Now, sometimes walls have decoration on them, which is fine. Some walls are carved to show like a low level of relief. It's referred to as bas relief, which is kind of nice. High relief is a bit unusual for walls because there's a structural integrity thing and things fall off. But that's clearly a face. That That's a very draconic looking face with a long neck coming out of that wall that is coming towards you. We'll the DM it. is sharing a picture. Oh dear, that's not the Kraken? That is not a kraken. No, that is not a kraken. I don't know no. what that is, but it is not a kraken. No. Uh, I didn't even put, put on my swimming trunks. Oh, boy. Hang Maybe on. hold off on that. This does not appear to be a blender one would want to swim into. Matter Can of I fact. turn it into one? <laughs> <laughs> I think I already gave you inspiration last week. Yes, I do have it. Okay. Um. Now, this is a shame, because if it is in fact made of water, then your modified ballista bolts won't 
be of much use. Uh, one of the things that has been given to you that I skipped over in my notes, and I shouldn't have, so I apologize. Uh, the ballista that you have on your warship that I, I linked the warship to you earlier before we started. Uh, you have a ballista mounted to the front of your ship and also on the back end of your ship. And you have ropes that are able to be attached to various ballista bolts and are also attached to your ship. These ropes are uh, reinforced with strands of adamantine. This was rather expensive, but apparently you knew some people uh, who had a decent amount of money. Apparently there was a small group of kobolds that were independently wealthy in a, a small kingdom known as Coomridge. Long story there that I'm not going to get into. But they apparently had a lot of money and a few kobolds that were high enough level spellcasters to cast Wish. So you've got magical, almost unbreakable ropes that basically are tied to the end of harpoons. So if you happen to get within range of the Kraken, you might be able to keep it from running away. Walls of water apparently are not able to be stabbed as easily. Generally not, no. Okay. So that's what's coming towards you right now. And at the time you notice it, it's already taking out several of the ships in your fleet, where you see them going up the wall and sort of disintegrating on the way up. Is there any way I can try to control the water to make it more fortuitous for at least our ship? Uh, It is at uh, this point over a mile away. Oh. So so not currently. But you might get your chance. Okay. Okay. Um, But everyone give me a perception check. I have a um, passive perception of 20. Okay. (laughs) Me also. I, I have a passive perception of 20 and I rolled a 20. So... Uh, that's a 30 on my perception check. And, and Archbreath is saying Bryn Holmes. <laughs> and Ulfgar's got a 14. <laughs> well, he's not looking at his shoes again. He's probably looking in the right direction. <laughs> at this point, Ulfgar's probably looking at the giant tidal wave going, that's bad. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely bad. <laughs> I think we have emoji for that. Yep, we do. Eric apparently is looking for his flip-flops right now. It, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you got to do the two emoji combination, one of Ulfgar, yeah. one of that's bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, so those of you who just have passive perceptions that allow the DM to provide uh, more information without having to roll, and the DM had forgotten this, the DM is not upset about this because I do appreciate that you're not missing this. Uh, you see a form under the water that is swimming very, very fast, trying to get past the fleet while you're distracted by the giant wall of water coming towards you. Um, oh dear? It is swimming past your vessel when you notice it. And now we're up to Mazir. Okay. Uh, is it swimming toward the wall of water, or? Uh, imagine if you will, the wall of water is at a 90 degree angle in its direction from um, the underwater thing, which is clearly the Kraken in its direction. Clearly the Kraken? Well, you don't know of many things that have that many tentacles and live under the waves. Oh. Um, as bad an idea as it is, I jump in after it. Okay. <laughs> you jump with, oh, after no. it. Oh, um, no. Congratulations. You are within melee range of the Kraken. Would you like to do something about it? Um, acrobatics check to stick onto it. <laughs> I'm going to go surfing. <laughs> oh, no. The DM should have anticipated this. <laughs> but the DM is still very glad that it came as a surprise. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, the great hit song from yesteryear known as Wipeout begins to play. You hear the wonderful <laughs> drum beats going in. 
as Mazir attempts to surf and roll that acrobatics check. Oh, that's a 13. I am making sure you have inspiration for this glorious moment, if you wish. Okay. Well, that's a 12. Okay. So You do not manage to adhere to the Kraken. Well, I'm still going to take a swing at it if I can. I was pretty sure one of you was going to attempt to use the ballista, but, you know, that's good, too. I don't know how to use a ballista. You pointed and pulled the sugar. Well, you say that now. It's a giant crossbow. I don't think anyone is proficient in such devices. However, <clears throat> if we aim and fire, I think, we're, I think we can manage. Eric might be. Actually, I'm pretty sure Eric yeah. is because most of his levels I are in fire. that. Do I have an attack available? Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah, I was considering adhering yourself to the crack oh. would be your movement. Oh, okay. And that's a natural 20 for a 29. Okay. Lethal damage has been done to the Kraken. Uh, game's over, everyone. Thank you for playing. Now. Dog, dog. Yes. I don't suppose another so enemy with target is uh, within five feet of it. I guess Rome is a dogfish right now. Currently, there are no allies within five feet of the Kraken. You are the only one insane enough to jump in the water after it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then that's just 12 damage. All right. You got first blood, though. Well, if you don't count the tidal wave that's destroyed multiple ships by now. Right. Oh, and I'm using Hexbite's curse on it. Because of course you are. Okay. Bryn, your turn. Um, I would like to uh, jump off the ship, but not into the water. Because I am one halfling in a trench coat. Specifically a flying trench coat. In fact, it has a movement speed of 40, but for flying only. So, yes. Excellent. I probably can't hurl a scorching ray into the water. I mean, you can. Um, the water will just make it do half damage. I will cast Chill Touch. Okay. A spectral hand appears next to the Kraken and taps it on its equivalent of a shoulder. 25 to hit. Let me check. Yes, that's a hit. 19 necrotic damage. That was hefty. Um, according to this, it is immune to halfling damage. Good thing I'm not being thrown at it. <laughs> we can have that arranged, although I'm not sure how good it would be. Please don't. No, no, no. the barbarian who likes to throw party members is in the other campaign. <laughs> I have telekinesis. <laughs> Please don't. So if you take a if look... If you must throw somebody, throw Eric. <laughs> I mean, he'd be game for it. I'm sure he exactly. would. <laughs> so if you look at the warship plans that I shared with you, it has four siege weapons attached to it. Two of them are ballista. We already talked about that. But the two of them that are mounted to the main deck are mangonels, which are essentially smaller trebuchets. Eric in full armor might not be able to be launched by one of those, at least not very far. <laughs> but I would be willing to let you make the attempt. Okay. It is the empty cloak's turn. It sighs heavily. Or the equivalent of a sigh. It has no lungs, but it must sigh. I haven't cast uh, life transference yet. No, but you decided to fly over top of the end boss. Well, yes. You're the D&D equivalent of a clay pigeon. <laughs> Eric. Eric? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Are you playing Raft again? No. no none of that. Minecraft? No. I'm just going to close this window over here. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do this. I'm I'm excited. Okay. Um, so ballista near me. I would like to shoot thine ballistae toward the the kraken. Okay. Um, when you make your roll, because ballista is not on your character sheet, so there's no wonderful button to press. Um, That's okay. 
Well, I will say that as a high-level fighter, you do have proficiency in siege weapons. So you are proficient in the ballista. Let me open up your character sheet real quick. Okay. Um, roll like you're rolling your hand decks because that's a ranged attack that adds your proficiency bonus and your dexterity bonus. And I would say the ballista is the same. Okay. Not the same damage, mind you, but still. <laughs> I rolled a 26. What do you think? It's a glancing blow. You you barely hit it. You almost hit it. <laughs> Uh, so that is going to be 3d10 piercing damage go ahead and roll that okay 6 2 and 6 what is it 3d10 I'm sorry Uh, yeah it was 3d10 6 2 and 7 so 15 damage alright the damage is noted and I'm going to make a roll for the Kraken to see if it is considered grappled by this attack see what is its strength So you might not realize this, but the, um, actually, no, I'm looking at the Leviathan stats. That's different. That's, that's more in your favor, but still a lot. I was going to say, those are some very high numbers. Now, I know you're working with that right now, but may I ask something real quick, if you don't mind? Go right ahead. As I do have two attacks, will I, By the way, I, I rolled a nat to... two. Oh, fine. <laughs> would I be able to attack again if I'm close enough, or? Um, not with the ballista. Okay, because I understand. Take a while so not my physical. To reload it. If you ram to another, are, wait, how many siege weapons does the ship have? Four. Uh, it has four total. You could run to the mangonel and fire that off. I would argue that because you'd have to go down one flight of stairs and up another to get to the ballista, that's not an opportunity you have available to you. But you could get to the first mangonel and fire that. Let, uh, let's go ahead and run to the next mangonel. Okay. And same thing. You've got your proficiency bonus for this. Okay. I am ignoring some of the rules for ship combat that were added in in a previous um, published campaign, Ghost Assault March, if I remember correctly, because one, I didn't buy that campaign, and two, I can't be bothered. Well, that roll was a critical hit. (gasps) Okay. So um, listen to me very carefully. I'm going to need you to roll all of the D10s you have. (laughs) All of them! Well, specifically, it would have been 5d10 points of bludgeoning damage, but you crit, so it's 10d10 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Rolling all the dice on my screen. Oh, it's marvelous, and that is a 64. Wow. Okay, campaign's over. No. (laughs) You'll notice the Kraken hasn't gone yet. Is it the Kraken's turn? No, not yet. He's he's dashing. He's scared. This is not the first time I've rolled a two for the Kraken tonight. <laughs> I'm just Well, saying. that could mean that I, my one, even with a plus whatever, managed to beat the Kraken on initiative. The Kraken apparently does not have a bonus to initiative rolls. <laughs> well, I, I could see that. It's probably I not did a not realize this. <laughs> I did not realize this at the time, but once I hit the button to roll for initiative, it's like, oh, that's a two. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everyone gets to feel powerful for a little while. Okay, Wrath. Okay. Um, I believe with my bonus action, I will cast Hex on the Kraken. And I will put it at disadvantage on strength checks in case it tries to break free of the harpoons. Good call. So it's, it's got Hexblade's Curse and Hex. Yes. I'm okay with this. So I hit it with bright light from the sky, which casts the longest shadow behind it. And then I will, um, I think I will just cast Mirror Image on myself. Okay. Uh, 
So you cast the longest shadow on the Kraken. Down at the seafloor, fathoms and fathoms below you, there's two Kuatoa down there. They're just like, yo, George, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) I And then I will just telepathically ask uh, my little buddy, Regal the Seagull, who's a celestial familiar, the little glowing crown, to fly about 100 feet above me and just let me know if anything other than the Kraken and the giant uh, tidal wave are threatening us, just to let me know. Okay, yeah, it doesn't see anything other than the giant tidal wave or the Kraken or... um are Sahuigan threatening? There's, there's a lot of Sahuigan. Like, there, there's a lot of Sahuigan. But goodness, they're not all coming they? towards you personally. Okay. It's fine. If It'll they fine. start to, I would like him to let me know. Well, some of them are coming towards you, but not all of them. Well, that's okay. all right, then. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> this is fine. That will be my turn, then. Okay. Ulfgar. Uh, I will go to the other... Uh, what is it, Mal something? Manganel. Manganel, that was it. Yes. Um, I will go over towards it, and I will attempt to fire it. Okay. I will allow you to add your dexterity bonus if you have one, but you are not proficient. I do do not expect to be proficient. Dwarves do not have warships. (laughs) I also don't quite expect you to have a proficiency, um, a a dexterity bonus, but you had plus three to your initiative, so you are a nimble dwarf. Yep, relatively speaking. That's an eight. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you have made the rock that was loaded in this mangonel fly off into the distance. You think you might have hit the tidal wave. <laughs> well, hey, that's... Oh, wait. That's the wrong target. I will uh, <laughs> attempt to reload it and, and be ready that, for next That's going to take a full action. Okay. Uh, so then that will be next turn then. All right. Then I will wait until next turn. Okay. I take it you looked at your spell list and looked at 5d10 damage and thought, hmm. Well, I and heard it 5d10 damage. And it doesn't cost a spell <laughs> slot to use? <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it, I don't think I have uh, anything relatively handy while it's in the water. Uh, so I figured, well, let's see what 5d10 might do. Oh, that's okay. I, I can fix that for you. Yeah. Oh, dear. Because it's the Kraken's turn. Yeah, <gasps> here he comes. Uh, fun fact, it's considered a siege monster, which means it does double damage on objects and structures. Oh, dear. I believe the ship qualifies. It, that's just one of the little things I like to toss out there, like Demogorgon having a swim speed. It's little things. <laughs> Why would I bring that up? No reason. Okay. Um, so, at the end of your turn, not the beginning of its, it uses an ability called Lightning Storm. I would like everyone on the ship to uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Everyone on the ship? And off the ship. Everyone within 120 feet of the ship. Ah. Uh, Target number is 23. Ah. I can can only make that on a 20. Same. (laughs) 25. Now 20! I made it! You saw a dex save? It's dexterity save, yes. I should roll for the empty cloak. I believe I will be using a reaction. The empty cloak does not make it save. Uh, 25 for me. Everyone who does not make their save... um, I'll let you pick. Would you like me to roll damage or give you the average? Oh, this is like having to choose the the stick that is going to beat you. <laughs> I think we should vote for average. Sure. I will tell you it's lightning damage. I can handle that, or we all can. I don't think any of us have any resistance to it. 
I, I have uh, lightning resistance for storm, uh, Stormborn, Marker Storm. Okay. Well, that's I good for you. I think we take average. It seems fair to me. seems easy. Okay. That is 22 points of damage. I will definitely be using Absorb Element. The Empty Cloak is not bloodied, but it's darned close. I also use Absorb Element. So that will have it again? Yes. So that was 22, the full damage? Yes. Yeah, if you take half damage, it's going to be 11. Yep. And 11 halved rounded... It's 5. Down? 5. Okay, 5. I am not even out of my temporary hit points, then. Rub it in. <laughs> uh, I pass the concentration check on Hex. Okay, and it is, on its turn, going to use some tentacle attack. So it decides, you know what? You've already made sure I can't run away from the ship. So what if I just make sure there's no ship? And it's going to wrap three tentacles around the ship. And that is... Now, the great thing about that warship thing that I shared with you is it gives hit points for the various parts of the ship. Isn't that useful? Doing math. Okay. Uh, So two of the tentacles wrap around the uh, quarter deck where the helm is. And the helm is crushed outright, so you still got a mast, but good luck steering. And the third I'll one... deal with that when this is over. Yeah, that, that's a problem for a future party, not current party. And the third tentacle is going to take a swing at Eric. It's great that there are six people playing, because I can just roll a d6 to determine who gets hit randomly. It's very convenient. Uh, I'm so sure this... Eric is thrilled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm the sure person who minds the least... I'm not. I'm not thrilled. I'm just happy inside. It's. He's not thrilled. He's gritting his teeth. That's not really a smile. <laughs> he. He's laughing because that hides the scream of terror and and the whole thing where he's yelling, "Bring it on! Bring it on!" He's talking about his favorite movie. Okay, um, Eric, what's your armor class? Twenty. Okay. Uh, fun fact: Tentacles have a plus seventeen to hit. Oh, oh, oh sweet. So if I roll below a three, it misses. That's a 15. Wow. Okay. That's a 15. Uh, So you are... These are tentacles, so I'm assuming these are also melee, correct? Uh, Yeah, this is a melee attack. Yay! Now, as I recall, you had freedom of movement cast on you. This is true. So what does freedom of movement do? Uh, It uh, means that magical effects cannot grapple him... But I believe tentacles are not exactly magic. Um, he Makes can sense. spend he can spend five feet of movement to escape grapple uh, automatically. Okay, um, that will have to be on um, his turn. Were they were those specific things on um, within five feet of me when they hit me or no? Uh, they weren't when they started, but they are now. They okay. have a reach of thirty feet. Okay, but now part of the kraken is within reach of you. Yes. Um, okay. Now you're going to take 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And, like, okay, no problem. And um, just to right now up, you're restrained. Missed, correct? What's that? One of those missed, correct? Uh, there were three technical attacks. Two of them were against the ship itself. One of them was against you, and that was a 15 on the die plus 17. Okay. So it was gotcha. well over. <laughs> I know, but what I'm saying is one of the die, one of the ones that went after me missed. No. No, only oh. one went after you. Okay, that's it. Okay, no problem. That works. Yeah. Um, so technically, right now, you are grappled and restrained. 
Although I'd apparently, like to parry the. Uh, you're going to parry the tentacle to reduce the damage. Okay. That's correct. Oh my gosh, that is a beautiful image. I know, right? <laughs> I rolled my one uh, one superior die plus four. That's a. Um, it's going to reduce the damage by eight. Okay. I'm imagining the tentacle trying to uh, wrap around and constrict Eric, and suddenly there's a sword in the way, so the more it constricts... Like, ow, ow, why is it made of ow? (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one supposed to be hurting you. Uh, A guy dressed as a pirate shows up and says, it's been done, and disappears again. (laughs) Okay, and that is the end of the Kraken's turn. So many tabs. Okay, so here's what happens next. Um, a wall of fire appears. Oh, fun. <laughs> and that is what everyone that. hears. That laugh. I can get rid of that that specific laugh is what everyone hears. It doesn't sound like it should be able to resonate over that large an area, but it does. A furious-looking kobold with two pairs of wings, one pair platinum, has just created a wall of fire that has stopped the wall of water from coming towards the rest of the fleet. That's good. And over the sound of sizzling water you hear a faint voice yell, Quicken spell! Fireball! (laughs) The Leviathan is currently engaged. A date has not been set, but we're all very happy for them. Okay, Mazir, you're in the water with an angry kraken that is attacking the ship that you wisely got off of. You're like, this is my stop. (laughs) Mazir, can I ask you to hold your action until after... My turn, because I'm going to give you sneak attack. Okay. Oh, dear. I'm holding my action. Okay. I keep switching to other tabs and then going, okay, which one's the encounter tab? And also, I filled my combat tracker with all the possible things that you might encounter during this, so I have to click next a lot. Bryn, you're up. Well. Technically, literally. I might as well take this shot early, huh? Irresistible dance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't know how good a wisdom save it has. We're about to find out. Yeah. We're going to find out on its turn. <laughs> oh, true. It has no and chance. Until really... then... It just it went. Goes... <laughs> yeah, it just went. So we've got a whole round of this. It's going to be fun. Then, it has a disadvantage on deck saves and attack rolls. And you all have advantage on attack rolls against it. <laughs> I, I would like to say that uh, Raph, after seeing this cast yesterday, spent ten minutes to cast Magic Mouth on one of the crab shells on his belt to sing Under the Sea whenever Irresistible Dance cast. You already have inspiration. I can't give you another until you spend the point you have. <laughs> oh... This is glorious. I am here for all of this content. Now, th- this wouldn't count as being paralyzed, would it? Um, no. Okay. No, I uh, believe that it, um, it depends on whether it has charm immunity. Ah. 
oddly doesn't enough, it, have- it doesn't. I imagine it has no chance to experiment or get familiar with charm spells. So why would it have an extra immunity? Yeah, okay, so so all of its tentacles start flailing in what you can only assume is a Kraken brand dance. Uh, it does not have two left feet. It doesn't have feet. <laughs> but apparently it is currently dancing, and it has managed to turn one of its eyes up at you, Bryn. All right. <laughs> oh, this makes me Eric. Sad. Eric immediately feels a twinge of jealousy because it's not paying attention to him anymore. I know. Well, I'm going to make it pay attention to me. Yes, you were holding your action. I was. Not Are you going to let it, go now? Uh, is it within 30 feet of me? Yes. It's All within right. 30 feet of a lot of things. Yeah. You tend um, to do that when you're gargantuan. I am going to attack it specifically and... No, someone's watching. I'm not going for the eye. I'm just going to attack. Oh. Stab like no one's watching. And that's a 19, which is a crit for a 28. Okay. Roll that beautiful oh bean footage. You got a sneak attack crit. I got a sneak attack crit. And you need to oh roll all the d6s you have. That joke was never not funny. Uh, 41 plus 9 is 50. Sadly, not the most damage done tonight. It's true. Granted, yeah, one of you crit attack. with a trebuchet. My Sorry. second attack is another 19. <gasps> oh my gosh. Alas, you can only do that once per round. <laughs> Alas, once once on my once per turn, yeah. yeah. It's not even bloodied. And this is this is where giving you an off-turn attack could be helpful. <laughs> right. So that's only 6 damage. Massive amounts of damage. Think. Think. Yeah. <laughs> Just about the scratch. That, that's the salt that you just rubbed into the wound. Yeah. Which, you're in the ocean. It's not that hard to do. Okay. And that's my turn. All right. Eric. Yes. Let's see here. So you have several options available to you. The mangonel that you fired, um, there are crew that are attempting to reload it for you, but they're not done yet. You could assist them, but it looks like they've pretty much got that. Uh, you could run to the ballista at the back of the ship that is next to the smashed helm, but it probably is still functional. Or you could swim into the blender as you've shown evidence towards doing before. Let me think, think about this. Um, they're going to have to forgive me. Um, the Oh, I'm just going to go swim into the blender and go say hi. Okay. Let's go. Now, is that going to take all of my movement to jump in the water? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I'll, I will jump in the... I'll, I'll, uh, I'm probably not going to have any extra for this, but I'll go ahead and jump in the water. Unless okay. I use... Hmm. I wonder if I can use an action surge. It uses all your movement. It doesn't use your attacks. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and use all my movement to get in, and let's go ahead and attack. Okay. And remember, you have advantage. Woohoo! And I appreciate that. I really do. <laughs> all right. Let's do some rolls. Uh... Guys, I'm going to be here for a bit, so let me go ahead and, you know. First roll, 24. That hits. First attack is going to, uh, first damage is going to be a uh, 11. I'm going to roll again. This one's going to be a branding smite. Uh, actually, hold on. Let me see. Where are my spells? Yeah, it's going to be a branding smite. Sorry about that. Okay, let's go ahead and attack with this. This is going to be a 27. The, that will hit. Um, 
the damage is going to be the, the base damage is a seven. Branding smite damage is going to be um, eight, so that's fifteen total for that one. I'm going to hit action surge for this attack. Third damage is going to be. You you did apologize that this was going to take a while. That's correct. I want to make sure I I cover my bases. Um, the attack is a twenty three. Uh, the next. Uh, attack. This is going to be a bonus attack, branding smite. So we're going oh, you to said to you said that attack was twenty three. Twenty three damage, or hit, uh, you hit with twenty three hit. Twenty three hit. Okay, we'll roll your damage. Yep. So don't, this don't is forget that be, before you roll the next attack. <laughs> this is an eight. Okay. Uh, and then the branding smite is going to be. You're casting brand. No, you can't cast branding sprite twice. Um, because not I have two spell turn. slots. This is a spell. It's not. Yeah, but um, unless. Yeah, but I- it takes a bonus action. Yeah, you don't have it's two a, bonus actions. Bonus. Okay, I understand. No problem. So the, then it's just another attack then. Okay, yeah. so that's not going to... Action surge doesn't reset everything. It gives you additional attacks, but not bonus actions. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Well, this is my fourth and final attack then. Okay. Well, Wait, does action turn. surge give you only one more attack, or does it give you... It gives you another action. It gives you an action, specific, like... If you take the attack action and you have two attacks, yes, you get to make four. Yes. Oh, for some reason, why did I think you had three attacks? You're we're level twelve. Uh. Yeah, we're not quite that high yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. If it was level, if I had eleven levels in in uh, in fighter, then yes, I'd have three attacks. But, but he took levels um, in paladin because paladin. Right. Um, and then that one is going to be a. 20, uh, dirty 20? Well, all the rolls that were lower than 20 hit, but this one's going to miss. Oh, okay. No, not really. (laughs) At this exact moment, the Kraken goes, wait, I know how to cast shield. No. (laughs) (laughs) The the damage for that one is just eight. All righty. And my my turn is done. 35 years later. Raph. And Raph, and Raph, and Raph, and Raph. Um, have the... Those Sahuidian gotten close enough to be threatening yet, or is it just the giant kraken at this point? Uh, it looks like most of them, when they realized the kraken was taking a personal interest in this ship, and then started flailing around, decided that they did not want a part of the square dance. Okay, so we're right. in the clear a little bit. Temporarily, at least. Uh, at least until a will save is made. But when you get to the part of the song where you swing your partner round and round, none of them want to be the partner. <laughs> that is fair. Well, while I have advantage, let's throw three Eldritch Blasts at this big fella. It is a 19 on the first. Okay, this new fun advantage tool. That is a natural 20 on the second. Another crit. No, no, the next campaign is the one where I put crit in the name. On the third. Okay, so that's so, the equivalent of four hits. Correct, so... And one crit. So, well, I'm, I'm, it was oh, three right, hits. Right, 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 so right. one a crit. Sorry, I... Yeah. I got briefly confused about how many things were being made. It's okay. And, okay, and so Elder's Blast, four. fortunately, is not something where you add a bonus to the damage, so we can just say four hits. Yes? Well, no, I get a Charisma Modifier on Elder's Blast. Oh. To each. Just because you got to be super yes. awesome. <laughs> okay, so the force damage is 36 total, and the Necrotic from Hex is 17 total. On the three hits, one being a crit. Okay. With uh, my bonus action, I will bang the 
you cut out there. Uh, All right. Sorry, did I come through there? I was. Oh yeah, you, I you, got came, two you came through. Okay, I got two phone calls during that turn that I hit mute on. Okay. Um, I hope they weren't important. Um, otherwise, you'd be answering like, "Excuse me, I'm in the middle of a very important Dungeons and Dragons game." This is very important. Yes. Um, anyway, I I tried to give inspiration to Mezir was the last ah, okay. thing I did, and that will end my turn. Okay. So on top of having um, advantage on attack rolls, Mazir now also has inspiration. I worry for the Kraken's safety. Kraken, blink twice if you need rescue. <laughs> that that's a lot of flailing. That that I'm not seeing a blink. Is that is that a dance? Are you dancing? Well, you must be fine. Okay, Ulfgar. <sighs> this might be the last attack before the Kraken makes its will save. It might not yeah. be. I like the idea. I like the idea of disadvantage, but I like the idea of advantage more. Uh, we do not know if this thing is especially vulnerable or resistant to anything in particular. Do we not? Um, we knew. We know it through lightning. We know it's a water critter. Um, I'm ho- there's enough of the critter visible for me to aim a spell at it. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think, oh, all right, yeah, we'll do this. Uh, we'll do the acid arrow. Well, it's going to be dead next turn, then. That That's yeah, how it exactly. works. Death. Uh, we're going to upcast it just because we can, and I want to make sure some damage gets through to it. Uh, let's see, where is the, there it is. All right, so we're going to roll that beautiful bean footage. I can remember how to do this. Okay, I rolled a 23. Got that hit. That hits. Okay. Uh, we're going to use a fourth level spell slot and upcat this. This is acid damage. Twelve acid damage. Okay. Uh, and that is it for me since we're... The crew is... Is the crew reloading the, the trebuchet thingy or do we have to do that? Um, there are crew that are doing it, but they're also uh, very afraid of Kraken tentacles flying through the air and doing bad things. That's fair. Okay. Then I will probably... Go back to go back to spells since I'm not real good with the these seaborne okay. devices. Now, one might um, be paying attention to this and have the Kraken stats open when they're listening, and one might think, "But crash certain immunities you haven't been taking into account from particularly the siege weapons." To which Crash is going to reply, "What makes you think the plantain didn't enchant them?" <laughs> Well, I'm done. I have so no need to move anywhere from the ship until it starts to sink. Okay. At which point I will have other needs. Bryn. Yes? I am interested in what the Kraken needs to roll for its wisdom save. It's a DC 16, and remember that it's an action. Oh, I'm remembering that it's an action. Yep. Um, and it's, that's a 17. Must have rolled low, considering how nasty it is. I rolled quite low, but not too low. <laughs> If if you oh, want to do the math at home, it has a plus eleven. Oh, <laughs> so it's good on wisdom saves, relatively speaking. It was good on this wisdom save, yes. <laughs> it, it, it's doing a self critique, like oh, I I missed question three. Why do I always miss question three? You, you're supposed to always pick answer B when you don't know. Oh, why didn't I do that? I picked all the above. Why did I pick all the above? It's a trick question. It doesn't feel very wise right now, but it was wise enough. It scored above average. 
All uh, right. But that, but that it is its action. It still lost that action. It still lost that action. It had a whole round of everyone beating on it with it not being able to do anything. <laughs> the DM ruled that like even the legendary that. actions were no good. And that's the end of round two. What do you say we take a short break? I say I would love to take a short break. Okay, I'm going to press some buttons. We'll be right back. The buttons have been pressed. So, I want to share some information with you. Uh, The Leviathan is a very interesting creature. It is a gargantuan elemental. One might guess from the giant tidal wave at summit that it is gargantuan, but it definitely is gargantuan. Uh, And it has several really neat abilities, including tidal wave. But it also has, wouldn't you know it, a tail attack it can use that it uses... (laughs) On Zeely. Does a kobold go flying? I thought well, they already were. Yeah, kobold was already flying. It was, <laughs> again, a clay pigeon scenario. So you see this giant wall of tail fly out of this giant draconic looking water being and smack the tiny kobold. And it goes soaring through the air and then gets caught by a red dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Now you only made it mad. <laughs> that is, as soon as it catches the kobold, it does a loop in the air. It does a barrel roll on the way over and lets loose a fiery breath against the Leviathan. The best part about this is people who have not listened to the Monday game have no idea what any of this is about. And it's glorious. Okay. On to... The combat that is near and dear to what's left of the ship. Mazir. Yes. You are still in the water with a Kraken. I am. Um, and yes, this was the TV trope meaningful background event. <laughs> are there, is there an enemy of the Kraken within? Uh, Eric jumped in. So yes, you and Eric are in the water. Um, Mazir goes in the water. Eric goes in the water. Kraken goes in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have Raum use... Uh, a help action to give me advantage on the roll. Oh, 18 for a 27. A glancing blow again. Sorry? Glancing blow. Barely hit. Glancing blow. Still, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Uh, 22 plus 9 is 31 damage. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'll attack again. You were debating on it. You weren't quite sure. I, I, wanted, to double, I wanted to double check what my bonus actions were. Um, a 14 isn't going to hit. No, 14 isn't. So. That's, I think, our second miss. <laughs> so many add. crits and only two misses. <laughs> to be you fair, the Kraken inspir- didn't miss once. Sorry? I was going to say you could add inspiration, but it's for a bonus attack. It's up to him if he yeah. wants to. I, I think you I'm gave your inspiration gonna, I, I don't want to use my inspiration for 1d4 damage. Okay. Okay. At the end of Mazir's turn... Uh, the Kraken decides to try to hit Bryn out of the air because it doesn't want to do a dance again. <laughs> it has somewhat overestimated my number of 6th level spell slots. It also likes the idea of revenge. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, so that is a lot. Uh, 
That's a 19 on the die. It has plus 17 to hit. That's a lot. (laughs) I can't cast that much shield. There is not enough shield in the whole world for that. Okay. Uh, You and your cloak are going to take 20 points of damage. Bludgeoning. Ow. Your cloak's looking a little ratty. One could argue it is a shadow of its former self. And at this point, you are considered grappled. Uh, during your turn, you may okay. make an attempt to escape. Let until me the, look up grappling. And uh, you are also restrained, according to this. Okay. All right. Coincidentally, it's now your turn. Fun fact. Misty Step only requires verbal components. You can see its mouth right there. That's a good landing spot. <laughs> I would prefer not to. One of its ten um, tentacles is pointing at its mouth and it's going, ah, ah. Don't take the bait and don't be the bait. So I would like to miss this step up another 30 feet. You can take one companion with you. Would you like to take your empty cloak? <laughs> oh, Misty step doesn't say I can do that. You know what? Uh, technically, it's clothing. So Yeah, you can miss step oh. in your clothing. Okay. In that case. Uh, uh, otherwise, yes, but- fewer wizards would be using Misty step. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, w- and I would want to social distance myself from any who continue to. For a okay, wide variety of reasons. We're now um, 60 feet above the Kraken, probably. And um, Cloak, what say we um, head up a little further? Okay. It moves you an additional 40 feet up. You are now 100 feet above the Kraken. But there are pieces of Kraken that are above the water. There are tentacles that rise above the water to try to hit things, yes. I would like to use a fourth level spell slot to cast Scorching Ray, which um, has a range of 120 feet. Okay. Now, notably, the tentacle that had just grabbed you that you Misty stepped out of, is there sort of this is like, Wait, there was something here. Where'd you go? That, that seems like a good target at this point. Indeed. Um, one moment. I am trying to do this as quickly as possible because there are five rays. Um, this is where a sidekick shines or fails. Yes, Arshbeth, there are five rays. And not most four lights. of them did quite badly. Oh, yeah, that's a 16. That's a miss. There's a dirty 20, a 25. You have two hits out of that. 14 fire damage. Damage is damage. Yeah, but I just forced that with a cantrip earlier. (laughs) Every little bit helps. The six points of damage that Mazir did with an offhand attack helped. Okay. Is that your turn? Um, I, I don't think I can do anything to help the cloak uh and that was my action and my bonus action and if i tried to use my movement as well as the uh you'd be like the cartoon character that's walking off of a cliff and doesn't look down yeah let's not that's not gonna work that's not gonna work okay i do not want to dive at the kraken it's probably for the best okay so at the end of your turn uh the kraken is going to use lightning storm again Everyone gets oh, to no. attempt another no. saving throw. Oh, no. Now, on one hand, you're 120 feet in the air. Well, 100 feet in the air, I mean, sorry. 
But on the other hand, Lightning oh, Storm no. has a range of 120. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that's not an at 20, so that's not going to make it. It did have natural 20 for 26. I have screenshot this because I'm not sure you'd believe me. That's the cloak save. <gasps> it nat 20 It nat 20 <laughs> Now, the bad news is it takes half damage. Can... I'm... I'm wearing it. It's clothing. I don't suppose me casting absorb elements would do it any good? Good question. Do you have a point of inspiration? Yes. I will allow you to spend it. I spend it. Okay. Um, a made save... If you make the save, you're taking 11 points without any other mitigation. A failed save is 22. If if you want me to take to, to not take the resist myself from absorb elements to protect it, I am willing to do that. That's a call on your part. I'm allowing you to use your inspiration to have that be what you do. I am using my inspiration to have that be what I do. I will take the full 22 myself and and save my cloak. And I will also say that this is not me setting precedent. I reserve the right I, to I say... I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying this for everyone also, because there, there are some individuals in this game right now who do like to remember things and use them to find the best opportunities to break mechanics to get the results that they want. Not mentioning any names at all. <coughs> Excuse me. Something in my throat there. Just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, okay. So does the cloak take any damage? Absorb elements gives resistance usually. I. So reduce it again by half. Yeah. So it we go to five. five. It was at three. Oh, I thought you were saying that I could use my inspiration to save it. You know what? Yeah. Not yeah, you know what? I said it that way. I'm not, I'm not doing give backsies. I'm not doing give backsies. Okay. So your your cloak is hanging on by a thread, in in some cases literally. Oof. But you are very much aware of how much you're a target up here. Yeah. And I'm assuming everyone else has properly um, put in the damage that they took for the save or yes. fail. Yes. Okay. What was that? What was the damage? I apologize. It's twenty two if you failed. Okay. Eleven I if you passed. succeeded. So if you passed, you took eleven damage. Okay. Unless you also have lightning resistance, like some people do, Raph. Nope, just fire resistance. <laughs> yes, this was five damage, this door. All right. Okay, so that's the end of Bryn's turn. Eric, after this, shocking, after this shocking situation, <laughs> what would you like to do? We're going to use all the, the fighting, and because I didn't use the, the, uh, the uh, smite on the last, let's go ahead and use... As the bonus action after the attack, we use a raffle smite for this one. Okay, the attack is going to be a 19. A 19 hits. Okay. The damage is going to be 8 slashing. The raffle smite is going to be a 2. Every little bit helps. Um... However, the target must, uh, as a creature, must make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened until the spell ends. So help me, if you scare the Kraken. <laughs> wisdom Is it 14. scareable? Can it Can be it... frightened? Actually, that's a good question. Let me check. 
Probably. Um, no, it's immune to frightened. Yeah. I don't even need to make yeah, a roll. Two damage. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and do the second attack. I mean, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that's going to be uh, 22. That also hits. And that's going to be seven damage. All right. By the way, sometime last turn, you did bloody it. Ooh. All right. Raph? Hello. Uh, how big, bad does the ship look? Um, well, if you want to take it to port, someone's going to have to tell you, because going in a straight line, you'll probably miss land. Right, I You're know the probably helm taking was on water taken below. out, but are we are we taking on lots of water? Or are we still we still floating? All right. Uh, well, if you're taking on lots of water, the good news is the Kraken's body is below the ship, so it's holding it up a bit. But you'd have to go below decks to truly assess it. Okay, I was wondering if this was a situation for the "I can patch it" ability, but maybe I'll save that for later and just. Uh... If there's still no news on the Sahuigan, I will just hit this guy with some more Eldritch Blasts. The Sahuigan seem to also be engaged. There's there's a lot of Tritons down there, too. Huh. That is good. It's almost like they came with you. Oh, wait. They did, sort of. Uh, 18 on the first. And 18 just hits. Okay. That's without I will use my inspiration on the second roll. It's not good. (laughs) <laughs> it is worse. So that's like a 13 on the second and a 25 on the third. So that is two. Eagerly waiting to type in the damage numbers. That's only 18 points of damage that time. Every little bit helps. You add that to the two damage that was done by Eric, and that's a full 20 points of damage. High five! High five! <laughs> Yeah, it's let's put teamwork. Them teamwork I makes teamwork. Brim is outside of range of sixty feet, and I don't know yeah. if a cloak is something I can heal with healing word anyway. So I will just inspire um, Ulfgar with another squeeze of my bagpipes. <laughs> That's a D eight inspiration dice. Nice. Some bagpipes are designed to have fire shoot out of them. For some reason, this shoots out some water. You didn't <laughs> so empty it last time. Full rainbow bubbles. <laughs> and that's my turn. Okay. Next up is Ulfgar. Okay. Uh, the acid arrow will do its damage for the second round. It managed to survive. I have no idea how. This uh, is only the second time we have ever in the history of all of our games together had Acid Arrow do damage the following round. So it's a whole six points of Acid Damage. Uh, and let's see, let's see. Uh, we, we have it bloodied. Uh, hmm, I think what I will do, there's enough out... Oh, no. All right, why don't we... You know we have it bloodied. Um, why don't we try Cold Damage? Let's see if it seems okay with Cold Damage. It, you don't think don't it's okay to... with cold damage. You would rather you didn't use cold damage. I, uh, on the other hand, I, uh, I'm not sure I want to do acid or fire while in the boat, per se, just in case it misses. He says after he does the damage for acid arrow. Okay, total of 20 to hit? That'll hit. Yeah, any, any more? Well, I know I hit the guy because I had advantage on the attack roll. Oh, yeah. Here, I did this round, I don't, so the chances of me missing are greater. <laughs> And our cantrip is 3d8, I believe. Yes, okay. And there's nine points of cold damage. Two ones. God bless it. Okay. 
It has taken the cold damage. It's also slowed by 10 feet. Not, not, that probably matters that much. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem to want to go anywhere. Yeah. Not without you. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that your turn? Yeah, I'm not moving anywhere yet because uh, okay. the ship is still stable. It is the Kraken's turn. Uh, well, there's two friends hanging out in the water. It's going to go for that swing your partner round and round thing. So it's going to be two tentacle attacks. Mm. It has a third tentacle attack that's not going to go against someone in the water, possibly. We'll see, if, we'll see if these hit first. So the one against Mazir is a dirty 20. Mazir? That'll easily hit. Okay. And the one against Eric is a 28. Okay. Okay. Actually, I did the math wrong, but it's still well over 20. All right. So both of you are going to take 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And you are both uh, grappled. That's a tentacle? That is a tentacle, yes. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and parry that. And so I'm going to use Uncanny Dodge to reduce it by half. So you dodge the tentacle that grapples you. And over to the I'm side, you see Eric in sword to tentacle combat. <laughs> parrying the blow that grapples him. This is... Yes, also the Kraken. Eo was correct. This damage. is glorious imagery. What was that? The Kraken takes five cold damage. And I reduced the damage from me by 12. Darn warlocks. Okay, but it's got that third tentacle attack. What to do? What to do? There are four of me, if that matters, in the random target. <laughs> Let's see. Um, hmm. How does that work? <laughs> oh, this is too glorious not to do. This is so mean. This is so mean, but I'm going to do it. It doesn't have to do three tentacle attacks. It can replace one of them with oh, an no. attack called Fling. Oh, no. <laughs> by, by someone. It's going to yeet Eric. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, why, no. Eric did get yeeted. Why, oh, no. why am I excited right now? Where am I, why are my feet shaking? <laughs> okay. Uh, let me read this to you. One large or smaller object held or creature grappled by the Kraken is thrown up to 60 feet in a random direction and knocked prone. If a thrown target strikes a solid surface, the target takes damage. Uh, skipping over that. Um, oh, for every 10 feet. Uh, if the target is thrown at another creature, that creature must succeed a dexterity saving throw or take the same damage. Oh, no. <laughs> it is going to throw Eric. Who is it going to throw Eric at? I'm going to roll a die. It's going to throw it at Ulfgar. Bring it. Ulfgar, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Target number is 18. 18, yeah. I would love to. I don't do those, but I do have a bardic inspiration die. So we're going to roll the d20 and see what happens. So, not needed. <laughs> nope, that's a 19 on the die. That's sufficient. And being the nimble dwarf I am, I'm just like, yeet, nope. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to be AFK, but I will have you guys on Discord on my phone. So. Okay. Uh, well, you're about to take some damage. That's fine, no problem. I have uh, I have D and D beyond on my phone. <laughs> you're taking nine points of bludgeoning damage, and you're. Prone. I am lower to the ground, Archbeth, so it's only fair. Yeah, uh, if the the Kraken was aiming a bit high, you didn't have to duck very far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I got an order of nope over here, uh, so you know we'll take that. Alfgar <laughs> does not exactly. I don't think I've made a deck save until now. <laughs> Uh, you had to make deck saves, I think, for the lightning attacks. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't made one of those. I think I rolled a two and a three. <laughs> so <laughs> Shocking. I mean, wait, yeah, that works. 
I've used that pun before. I will keep doing it. That's the Kraken's turn. Okay. All right. So we have the the battle um, between the Leviathan and a small kobold and an ancient red dragon is continuing to happen in the background. I'm going to roll a d6 to see if the ancient red dragon's breath weapon recharged. <laughs> it does. That's another burst of fire from the red dragon. It's a strafing run. And meanwhile, the, the kobold is flitting around like a, a small insect. And you see bursts of fire shooting out from it and going... Leviathan is not pleased. You hear that in the background the entire time. Well, not the entire time, because every now and then you hear... <laughs> as well. For those not in the know, this is daddy-daughter bonding time. <laughs> I say this as eotypes in chat family bonding, yes. Oh, I love that. So what happens next? Oh, what happens next is it's Mazir's turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have Rom use the help action, and I'm going to cast Wrathful Smite, and then attack. Oh, uh, 25 to hit. You hit? One, two, five, six. Oh, shoot. Um, plus one. Actually, hits. hold on. Back up. You're grappled. Oh, right. You can spend five feet of movement to escape the grapple, because you're free to I will spend five feet. Yes. I will spend five okay. feet of movement to escape the grapple. And then there's a plunk as you splash down into the water. I'm sorry. Say that again? Well, you escaped the grapple. You were being held aloft. Right. So you crisploosh. Okay. Well, then I'll swim back over before I make my attack. Oh no, you land next to the kraken. It's gargantuan. It's hard to be. Right. It's hard to not land near the kraken. It would have to throw you, which it might have been willing to do shortly. But oh well. So that's. Uh, hang on, I got to do math. Twenty-six slashing damage and five psychic damage, and it has to make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened of me. It's immune to frightened. Okay. It would be incredibly funny if it was frightened of you, but unfortunately, no. That's immunity. Tragedy. Oh, well. Um, and that's my turn. Okay. At the end of your turn, it attempts, to, it attempts to grapple you again with a tentacle attack. Oh. Well, it, it can't miss. Uh, no, it has plus 17 to hit and it rolled a 12. It's not going to miss. <laughs> Go ahead and take your 20 points of additional bludgeoning damage. Uh, as my reaction, I cast Hellish Rebuke. It is not low enough for this to kill it, but I would laugh so loud. And so hard, if that actually did. What's the damage? Uh, 18. Okay. Oh, we can make a dex saving throw to have the damage. That is useful information. And what do I need to, to save for the dex saving throw? Uh, 17. Uh, that's 15. That's not going to do it. Okay, so 18 points of damage. Okay. I already put that in before you told me I could try to make the save, so I'm just going to leave it like it is. There you go. Okay, that was the end of your turn. Next up is Bryn. You are 100 feet in the air, riding a cloak with three hit points. Look, um, you're not going to like this, but if you go down, you drop me anyway. I need you to head away from the fight, and I need you to not take me with you. You are going to have to make a dexterity or a strength roll. Um, is that an action, or...? No, but it's contested. Okay. You would drop me anyway. You need, please. I'll be all right. I promise. Oh, come on. The cloak moves you 40 feet. 
No, let me at least... Can I at least catch Scorching Ray on my way away? I will allow you to cast Scorching Ray on your on your way away. But by the time the empty cloak is done, you're not going to be 140 feet in the air. It's moving you horizontally, but you're going to be over 120 feet away from the Kraken at the end of your turn. All right, Scorching Ray, fifth level spell slot. Let's see. For the record, uh, I rolled a dirty 20 for its roll. Oh, Okay, looking at that, I see a miss, a hit, miss, miss, two hits, three hits. I see three hits in there. Oh, 18 doesn't do it, alas. Oh, no, an 18 does it. In that case, 21, 18, 21, 26 would be four hits. I'm assuming 17 is below its AC. I'm, I think I was, one I was reading sidekick's results wrong. There, there, there's a lot of... Pluses and equal signs in there. Yeah, anything 18 above hits. Okay, so four hits and... The Kraken cast so shield. No, I've already said it can't. 26 fire damage. It's not a fan. It is, in fact, a giant squid. That's a lot of twos. That yeah, was a lot of twos. it's a lot of twos. <laughs> okay, at the end of your turn, it is once again going to use Lightning Storm. Everyone who isn't Bryn, make a dexterity saving throw. Target number 23. 22. So close. If only you inspired yourself. I cannot do this. <laughs> there we go. Even with, a, even with a D8 inspiration, I can't get high enough to make the save. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, did you ever spend the inspiration that was given to you? The Lebardic inspiration. Actually, you'd have to roll an 8, I think. Yeah. And it's a D8. Mm. You have a 1 in 8 chance of being able to make the save. Yeah. And that's a one. So <laughs> it was worth the attempt. Unfortunately, everyone who failed the save is going to take an additional 22 points of lightning damage. The instruments are a little out of tune. Well, it, it wasn't the instrument's fault. You were inspiring Eric and he had a bit of water in his ear. <laughs> it wasn't the delivery. It was the reception. Oh, my gosh, Ellie. <laughs> What does God need with a starship? <laughs> okay. Um, and that was its legendary action, so we're going to move forward. That was the end of Bryn's turn. Eric. I like how Eric is on his phone, so we're not hearing him. He's just typing it. Let's do this. Sword attack. This <laughs> is an anime. You have to yell out what you're doing for each thing. But it's got to be a really fancy name. Uh, 21 is going to hit. Well... <laughs> That was five points of damage. Sword Calamari Blender Attack. Yes, Archbeth. <laughs> blend Tech. Will it blend? A 22 for your second attack will hit. Roll your damage. Okay, Eric, I need to get back on Discord's voice chat. Because I have a question for you. Gosh. Oh, my. And the copyright layers come. Eric? Yeah? So, um, I have an important question for you. What's the question? Um, so which group is playing tomorrow? Is it the Team Lady group or is it the Team Lizard group? It is Team Lady. Okay. Just making sure. No problem. Okay. Uh, that was the important question. Oh, wait, there was something else. Yes. There was, the thing. There was something I, I don't remember what it was. That's the wrong GIF. I think it was something like, in what manner do you want to accomplish this thing? No, it doesn't sound right. Something like that. 
I saved it in my favorites and now I can't find it. Dag Nabbit, how do you want to do this? Aquaman style. <laughs> Archbeth has suggested unzip the Kraken. I'm just going to, with my, my sword pointed forward, my left arm with a shield at the ready, I would like to come at it in a dagger motion right through. Again, I don't know if I get to hit the heart or the leg or whatever, depending on what, what's going on. But anyways, I'm going to hit it straight forward right through the heart. Yeah. Okay. You think you might have hit a few other things along the way. You're pretty sure you hit the ink sack. It is yes. not pleasant for anyone watching. Congratulations, you have unzipped the Kraken. Yes! Uh, 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 yes. Upon the Kraken's death, the Leviathan is unsummoned. You're not sure from this distance, but there's a possibility that there's a small kobold and an ancient red dragon that are equally part, uh, are equal parts disappointed. They feel robbed. Uh, the Sahuagin near you very quickly realize that the thing that they swore allegiance to is dead in the water, quite literally, and the battle starts to turn into a rout. And the ship that you've been on is slowly sinking into the waves, but you know, there's other ships nearby. Uh, that one ship near you is willing to pick you up. I, um, that one crew member is leaning down to, to give you a hand up, although when you grab it, Eric, uh, and give a yank, it dislocates from the shoulder because it's a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Cloak. Let's um, let's get you somewhere we can. Uh, I don't think mending's really going to help with this, but is, uh, it, is there a tailor in the house? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I run you know if you would try to patch the ship with my "I can patch it" feature. Okay. But, um, if we uh, head over to help the zombies and scarecrows out, uh, I think I can keep you from getting caught in any more um, nasty. In my head, Kenan, when this ship that you were on finally reaches port, it's been patched up by Rafferty using the materials that he was able to find at hand, which includes at least one Kraken tentacle. Yes. Okay, tied together with a crack and, <laughs> and the dislocated zombie arm. <laughs> <laughs> all all the of... spokes that are sticking out of the wheel for the helm when it gets put back together, one of them just happens to be a hand. <laughs> it's part of the mass. It's okay. Good as new. Staple this across here. <laughs> one heck of a trophy you uh, got there. <laughs> the wrist bones connect to the rudder. Steering the ship. Okay, and I think that is a good place to end it for this evening. Congratulations, you have defeated half of the big bads for this campaign. The other half—that's Group One's problem. So <laughs> amazing. Yes, they well, will not fight a Leviathan. They'll be fighting something else. Mwah. <laughs> they will also not have a, a pocket dragon and a full-scale dragon there to help them. Um, so more's the pity tonight. Yeah. I need to go take a long rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, your, your cloak agrees. No, that uh, was Zaley voice. There we go. <laughs> uh, thank you everyone for playing. Thank you everyone for listening tonight. I've been joined by a bunch of awesome people, including LFA hanging out in chat, Arshbeth hanging out in chat, Ellie, EO, Matt, Eric, and Will from Date Night Podcast. Uh, let's do a few quick plugs. Um, 
starting off with uh, the last person mentioned. Uh, Will is the DM for the Date Night Podcast. That's D, the number eight, and then the word night. Um, is it datenightpodcast.com? Yeah, datenightpodcast.com, okay. or just Google Date Night. You can listen straight from the Google homepage. There you go. And also available in fine podcatchers everywhere. There's probably no goats in the current episode, but I could be wrong. I mean, No, I think next week is an oxen that will be a little bit less memorable than the goat, but only <laughs> slightly. Oh, also, yeah. the, the recording after I edit this, this is going up according to our schedule in September. So <laughs> who knows what wacky hijinks you'll be <laughs> inflicting upon everyone at that point. There could be goats by then. And there'll there, hopefully there be. be a couple episodes with you playing along with us on Discord Ooh. as a Modron, uh, hopefully also by then. I am ready for this. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to... Now, now bear with me. Here, here's the thing that I thought of, and I mentioned this before in chat. Um, now, you as the DM, you get to decide what is and is not allowed. But um, there's nothing in the rules as written that prevent a mechanical being from being a draconic bloodline sorcerer. No. Nope. Just don't give me, Okay. Okay. I was <laughs> going to say, just think dragon, about it for a moment. Uh, metallic dragon sorcerer Modron is definitely <laughs> on the table. I am saying that as a joke. I don't actually want to play that, but <laughs> that would be hilarious. Aww. Maybe I'll make that be an NPC for, for, for a game or something. Uh, so let's do a few other plugs. Eric streams on occasion uh you can get his streams at twitch.tv slash untamed sin that is s-y-n uh, matt's brother-in-law writes books you can find those at nogodsbeforeus.com eo's mom also writes books you can get those at elizabeth-bacoy.com ellie runs a whole social network elek.xyz e-l-e-k-k.xyz it is mastodon compatible uh so anyone who has a mastodon or other activity pub style account can follow Many of us there, uh, our social information for those of us who want to share that is available on the cast page in the show notes. And normally I plug the Patreon here, but yesterday I found out that my state governor has proposed that the budget for education be cut by over uh, $340 million. So instead of giving to my Patreon, what I or our Patreon rather, because it helps us keep the lights on, I would prefer that um, you just you know remember to vote for a politician that supports public education because it's good to be around educated people. That's my soapbox. So this is Crash saying until next time, the Kraken yeets you. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. It's been a wonderful trip.